Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. All right, welcome back to the show, guys. I have another awesome guest with us today, Jennifer Powder, and she's a diet disruptor. She coaches women just like you who want to finally understand their relationship with food so they can break free of emotional eating, lose weight for good, and stop feeling held back by their weight. Jennifer certainly knows her stuff. As well as holding a master's degree, she is a qualified clinical exercise physiologist, a double certified health and life coach, and an emotional intelligence practitioner with decades of success helping women all over the world. Welcome, Jennifer. Excited to have you here. Oh, thanks, Francine. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to be here and to share and inspire and hopefully motivate and just have a really great conversation with you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about yourself and how did you get into this industry? Oh, yeah. I thank you. Um, you know, probably not surprisingly, uh, what I want listeners to know is um, I've walked this journey, you know, I, I found myself about a decade, just over a decade ago, uh, trapped in a body that I hated. Um, I had put on 35, 40-ish pounds onto my five foot six frame and uh, was miserably living in one pair of what I called my fat pants. And Francine, you got to remember that, like, I had a master's degree in this, like, mm. I've been a super athlete. You know, I had been, you know, fit and, and never really, you know, well, I guess that's not true. I did always sort of constantly feel that societal pressure to lose five more pounds or whatever that so many young women feel. Uh, but I didn't really, it was far cry from carrying 40 pounds extra on my body. And back then, you know, one of the biggest uh, weight loss tactics out there was to just move more, move more and eat less. And I found myself, you know, I had two young children and I was trying to drive myself into these crazy exercise routines. And I hit burnout so hard <laughs> that I just remember dropping to my knees one day and literally saying to God, like, there must be a different way. I was at my wit's end. And that sparked my, how I dove into the research, created my transformation, and then just felt this compelling need to share it with other women who perhaps we're feeling the same kind of misery I was. Uh, thank you for sharing. And I can like relate to that. I've been honest with my listeners and telling them my journey ever since I hit menopause 
I call it my trifecta year. Menopause hit in 2020 <laughs> with all the other craziness and family stress. So I packed on 30 pounds and being, you know, like you said, with the health background and it's like a different kind of feeling for me. I'm not going to, for me, I felt almost like a fraud. Like how can I, who was so fit years ago and helping women suddenly be 30 pounds extra. So I mm -hmm. really struggled with that for like the longest time. So funny, you should say something similar. Well, it's but, very humbling. It's really yeah. humbling. You know, yeah. quite frankly, I remember thinking back then, God, why am I going through this? Like, what is the lesson in this? Like, what is, I don't understand this. Like, how can this be my life right now? And I got to tell you, you know, I am so grateful for that whole experience, that whole journey, because you know what it gives me compared to other people who are perhaps weight loss experts or health coaches, it gives me compassion and empathy for the struggle and like for what women say when it's hard or I feel like a failure or I literally have intimate knowledge of knowing exactly what they're talking about. So besides the education, um, I am, I'm so grateful that, uh, that's a part of my story. And trust me, there was a time that I hated that it was my, you know, my reality, but uh, funny how what we don't know when we're going through it becomes one of the biggest gifts. I totally, totally get it because I'm like, all right, now I fully understand because I never, ever had a weight problem. So when I was personally training people, it was really hard for me to relate. And now I totally can. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I look back at my younger self too, like, you know, how easy was it to drop five pounds in a week? And now postmenopausal, it's like, no, it's going to take a lot longer than a week <laughs> to do okay. that. And I'm, and I'm down 10, which is good. And, and it's taking, it's probably about eight, nine weeks that it took me to lose 10 pounds. And it's driving me crazy. But you know what, I'm here for it. And I'm going to do it anyway. But yeah, you have that compassion now. Yeah, because you didn't experience that before. So now, yeah. So I totally, totally get it. And when you said the whole move more, eat less mindset, oh, it drives me crazy. Especially when you hear these younger people, well, just like calories in versus calories out. And like, mm, I think your body's more like a science lab, not a bank account. <laughs> but yeah. so, so I, I think you touched on this, but why are you so passionate about helping women get healthy? Um, I did touch on it, but there's a deeper reason too. And I think for anybody who, you know, whatever job or whatever profession you choose to spend most of your waking hours doing, um, you want to feel some passion for it and have a why of why you're playing in that, you know, that area of your life. And, you know, for me, what I experienced when I was overweight was the bigger I got, the smaller I wanted to be, like the more I wanted to hide and um, the more that I had the tapes running in my head about how I was a failure and a loser and messed up and clearly there was something wrong with me, my commitment, my willpower, my discipline, um, I very slowly but steadily uh, declined. I fell off my priority list. Like I no longer became worthwhile to look after or put my own or give myself my own time and energy instead. I was very much caught up in the belief system that to be a good mom, to be a good wife, I need to give, 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 give. And oh, don't worry about me. You know, I was the ultimate people pleaser. I was the ultimate yes, you know, when I would want to say no. And ultimately, I, I, I lost my voice. I, I lost my voice, my confidence, and I became a fragmented version of myself. And it doesn't take a lot to look at the state of our world right now and to see that you know, many people are living in despair and, you know, politically, health-wise, politically, you know, there's just so much going yes. on in our world and we need women. 
we need women to stand up, speak up, show up, mm-hmm. have a voice, be passionate, get involved. And when you feel awful about your appearance and you don't have confidence or self-esteem, well, you're not standing up or speaking up. So that's my deeper why. Um, I'm a big advocate for women and believe that the way that we process and you know the healing energy that uh, we get to bring to situations, whether it's even just within your own family or a bigger arena, we need our voices and we need them heard. I kind of feel like I'm speaking to my soul sister here. <laughs> You're like saying everything that like I felt and I've gone through too, how you just put yourself on the back burner and you kind of lost yourself, become a fragmented version of yourself because you were doing all the things for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. Tell us I about, think- go ahead. Yeah. Like I just, I think that's the narrative for so many middle-aged women mm-hmm. is, you know, you talked about how much easier it is to lose weight when you're younger. Well, yeah. Cause you have no real responsibilities or demands on your time, mm-hmm. but then you, you go through your thirties, forties, maybe you're focused on your career. You focused on having kids, raising your kids, you're partnered up, you're going for promotions or advancements. And then you hit mid midlife and, you know, maybe your kids are more independent. Maybe you've made it in your career. And I feel like women kind of go, ah, wait, where'd I go? (laughs) And this beautiful wake up call. And for many of my clients, it starts with, come on, let's lose the weight. Like, let's get you feeling better in your own skin again. Um, But yet they're so addicted to dieting. They don't know a different way to go about that journey. Right. Oh my gosh. Yes. So tell us about your book. And I know you've taken a hard stance against the dieting industry. So like, tell us why. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. In the last 18 months, I've written and pretty well published two best-selling weight loss books. And it started with diet disruption and really recognizing that the work I've you know poured my heart and soul into over this last decade has been around helping women break free from the harmful psychological damaging effects of all or none, good or bad, black or like black or white, good foods, bad foods, on the wagon, off the wagon. And even the way the diet industry preys on women who are truly, they're willing to do anything when they're at their most vulnerable and insecure and the damage it does, not just physiologically, but emotionally to a woman. So yeah, um, my, I'm here to disrupt the dieting industry, the myths, the crappy tactics that leave women feeling worse off than they did perhaps before they started that diet and to really help educate women that you can do it differently, but you've got to recognize that if you've kept, if you've done all of these things and it hasn't worked for you, you're not a failure. It's the methods you've done or tried in the past have failed you and they've been set up to fail you so that you become a repeat customer. I mean, it's the ultimate recession-proof industry, multi-billion dollars, right? It's crazy. And the worse your self-esteem is, the the more likely you are to like buy all the things to fix you. (laughs) Yeah, the more extreme you'll go, like the more extreme. It's like the 800 calories, the living off of HCG drops, doing burns. Um, And so then, you know, by the time I realized I had a second book to write, it was after the response to, you know, the overwhelming response to the first book. And then I take it deeper and stop sabotaging your weight loss while you do it and how to fix it by focusing on more of the emotional areas that are unaddressed in the dieting industry that really are what women need to focus on in order to create long-term permanent successful weight loss results. 
And it's great because I could write the books. I'd done it all. You know, I had sabotaged myself in so many different areas Mm -hmm. along my journey. But then also the clinical experience of having worked with thousands of women and hearing their stories and their pain and their, you know, the ways that emotionally, mentally, physically, um, we neglect ourselves. And we really do need to address that too. Amen. I mean, it is always the emotional or the psychology behind what we're doing that makes or breaks, I guess, whether we're going to be successful, whether it's a diet or pursuing a new career or whatever it may be, it's always the mindset behind it. Mm -hmm. So for women who have tried it all to lose weight, what do you think they should do next? You know, the most important thing for any woman who's listening, that just feels like I mean, I've heard, you know, I'm at my end. I don't know what else to do. Nothing I've done works. You know, the, the, the narrative that they're so engaged in is number one, you got to believe that it's possible for you still. And, and like my oldest client is 78. So I totally know that it's never too late. And the best time to recommit to your personal health and wellness goals is right now. Um, like right now, like during this podcast, <laughs> get out a piece of paper yeah. and get recommitted because you've got to believe that the change you want is still possible. That is how we create our own hope. And if you don't have hope, well, then you're going to self-sabotage. So I think, and I mentioned it, you know, you can't be looking at yourself as a failure. So we've got to switch it from, I'm not a failure. Just those things didn't work for me. I'm ready and willing to learn a different way to take a different approach And I'm willing to take this deeper than just pounds on a scale lost. I want to get healthy because there's a reason that we overeat. I mean, when I was overeating and over drinking, hello, wine at night, chocolate chips. I mean, that was my vice. Um, I was miserable. I was lonely. I was exhausted. I was disconnected. But oh, hey, I'll distract myself from the pain of feeling those feelings. And let me just go get some momentary pleasure from a glass of red, you know, Shiraz and some chocolate. It's a quick hit but it's not a permanent solution because I did it every night. Mm-hmm. Are you with me on that? Like oh, there's yeah. women, my women, like they do these things day in, day out and then wonder, oh, but I had my salad and my chicken at lunch. Like, you know, we, it's very weird how we can compartmentalize different parts of our day. And, you know, Monday to Thursday, we're good. Thursday night to Sunday, we're exhausted. And we go back to old coping mechanisms. So we've got to be willing to change that. Oh yeah, for sure. And I found myself doing that too, because I'm, raising my granddaughter and she is just hyper, just always on the go, never sleeping. So it would be one very, very long day. And then every night I would crash into bed with like a bowl of pretzels or chips or, you know, whatever. And that was like my downtime. (laughs) So totally. Totally. And like, oh my gosh, me time, downtime. I just treat, I'm a good person. I deserve it. Yep. I deserve it. And so what we do is we start to attach stories and belief systems to what we're doing. And we pretend it's self-love when really we're engaging in chronic daily acts of self-harm, but calling Mm -hmm. it Mm self-love. Right. Yeah. It's crazy making for sure. So Jennifer, what do you think the biggest weight loss myths are out there? Uh, That you can do it quickly. The biggest, I mean, I literally just, I literally was just driving in my city before I, you know, got to join you today and within, I don't know, about two mile section, I saw three different signs. One was lose 30 pounds in 30 days, learn how, and then a website freeze your fat was the next one. 
Um, and then there was an advertisement for a seven day cleanse to see a 20 pound weight loss. So what happens is when women are exposed to this kind of marketing, well, they start to believe it's true. I mean, like they start, and, and it's not true. If you do lose that weight, you're a hundred percent going to regain it. So the biggest myth out there is that weight loss should be quick and fast. And that by doing it quick and fast, you're going to get a permanent result. No, you won't. It's not possible. It's physiologically unhealthy. The way you lose the weight matters. And mm -hmm. so we've got to be willing to learn how to cultivate patience along the journey. So Francine, I think your weight loss to date is amazing. Like you're yeah. completely winning. You're completely winning right now. Somebody else who believed that they should have lost 30 pounds and had the wrong expectation would have given up. And you know, that's just it. It's patience. We, we're not a very patient world. Like I'm not patient. Like we want things instantly. We want to press the button. We get mad when the internet is slow and by slow, it's, you know, what, like a few seconds to connect. Yeah. If we don't see results fast, we just don't have the tenacity to push through and we give up. So yeah, yeah I totally, totally get it. So tell me about your dandelion metaphor. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I've got a YouTube video on this. It's in my book, but I love talking about it because I feel like, I don't know. I think, I think women like to learn in all ways. And this is just such a great visual metaphor. So I remember when I got my first home, I, it was nice. It was a nice house, had a nice yard. And then very slowly dandelions started to pop up in uh, my yard and being a, I was young when I had my first house. And so I would just, you know, I was like, oh, it's not that I didn't like dandelions, but I loved the look of the nice green grass. So I would just go out and I would like pop off the dandelion head, right? The visible yellow mm -hmm. flower part of the dandelion. Well, guess what would happen? You know, by the next day, there'd be two. And then I'd pop those off and then there'd be four. So the dandelions kept coming back. And I was, I was talking to my mom about this and I was frustrated. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, honey, you know, I mean, I'm not sure what I was thinking way back then, but she's like, honey, you've got to get to the root. Like you've got to actually dig down and get the root of the dandelion. And ladies, it's exactly like weight loss for us. Our excess fat on our body is the yellow dandelion head. We just want it gone. So we focus on the weight loss. We don't actually do the deeper work of excavating the roots of our weight loss struggles to go, okay, how did I even get overweight in the first place? What are the emotional ways that I sabotage my success? What are my fears? Am I afraid of success? Am I afraid of failure? What, where do I get in my way? When do I get in my way? Who else might be sabotaging my success? Until we have the courage to excavate those roots, those short-term fad, crappy dieting tactics are literally just popping the dandelion head off. The 10 pounds gone today, but 20 pounds back two weeks later, when you stop the cleanse, the detox, the this, that, and the other. So, you know, I, I think that that's where the gift for women uh, comes in to the weight loss journey is by understanding there's a deeper level of healing and transformation that one needs to go through to see that permanent weight loss result, uh, a reality in their life. Love it. Totally love it. Very deep. I love the analogy. And it is so true. Like, for my listeners who have been with me for a while, like I feel like the common thread through all of our episodes is you need to do the inner hard work and you there's no fast track, there's no magic, it's nothing quick. So if you're not willing to do the deep inner work, your results, if you get any, are going to be short-lived. Well, and, and I think women get afraid because, you know, for me, I work with women over 40, my average age of clients is mid-50s right now. 
And it's sort of like, by the time you hit that age, you've been through some hard in your life. God knows I certainly have. And so women start to feel, if they're like, I don't want to deal with that again. You know, I was a really hard time. I don't want to bring all that stuff up again. I don't want to dredge it up. I don't want to open Pandora's box. I don't, I'm afraid I'll never stop crying. But the truth is, this journey can be really fun. Um, it can be such an illuminating journey. It can be uh, exciting. Um, you, you might learn that, oh my gosh, that mean voice in your head, that's not you. It's just this thing in your head telling you mean things to keep you stuck. Whereas before you actually just thought that that was your identity, that that was just who you were. And so there are so many gifts that come when you decide to go after your own personal goals and not make other people's agendas more important than your own. I love it. I really love it. It's, it's so true. What are the three key takeaways from your book that you think our listeners should know? Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I know. Oh, just narrow it down to three. Sure. <laughs> Really narrow it down to three. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about diet disruption because I think that's the book that, you know, has really helped women see the psychological damage that being a chronic dieter has done to, to them. And I would say the uh, first takeaway is you're never too old. It's never too late. Your body's not broken. So those go all into one category. It's like really right. having a different viewpoint on yourself. Um, so it's never too late. <laughs> you're never too old. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, no matter what you've put your body through, your body is intelligent. It is designed to heal and to function well, but it's often struggling because we treat it so badly. So that's the first takeaway. Um, uh, the second takeaway with diet disruption would be, you know, it's the emotional piece, Francine. And I, you know, we've talked about this. It's like, releasing the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment and the humiliation that women suffer from because so much emotional energy gets expended in those areas and we need emotional energy for the journey we're taking not for reflecting back and beating ourselves up for where we've been so really hear that because women think oh it's going to be so hard to do this it's so hard to I don't know if I want to start again. I don't know if I have the energy. Well, probably you feel that way because of the approaches you've taken in the past, which were miserable. They put you on low calorie or ultra low calorie diets or no woman can live that way. And the third is, I said it, but I'm going to go deeper. The way you lose the weight matters. We have got to, or you got to figure out how you want to build a new lifestyle uh, with food and allowing your health to be something that's important to you. And I really focus on the lifestyle piece because if you lose the weight in a way that you don't want to live, you give up wine, you give up bread, you give up chocolate, you give up all sugars, you give up fruit, you give up. I mean, we all know the elimination diets that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't want to live the rest of your life like that. Well, then that's not a good approach for you. And really understanding that it's just simply time to renegotiate the relationship you have with food and how you're using it. That would be my third takeaway from diet disruption. I love it. I really do. <laughs> this, is very, this is all resonating with me, especially since I'm going through this journey myself now. <laughs> so you have, yeah. So you have a free gift that you would like to offer our listener. Do you want to tell them about that? Well, yeah, thank you. Um, it would be absolutely my pleasure to offer all of your listeners, anybody who's looking to get uh, more information to my, my first book for free. So you can grab the PDF of it. 
Um, you can download it. Um, it is on Audible if you do prefer listening to it or if you want to read on a Kindle or order the paper copy from Amazon. I can't gift you those ones, but I can <laughs> give you a PDF. <laughs> and the best way to grab that is to go to, I just want to make sure that I get the total link right here. So um, well, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Okay. So just go, so, go to www.diet-disruption.com forward slash free copy. And you know, what's awesome about this is we've had women who I've never met, who've only read the book, who then shared, oh my gosh, you know, I've lost 15 pounds. I've lost 22 pounds. I'm emotionally lighter. This makes so much sense to me. So I know that it it takes this weight loss puzzle and helps you put more pieces of it and get a complete picture. And if people have further questions or they want to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? Oh my gosh. I love to welcome women. So I've got a special uh, private Facebook group for women over 40. And if you're looking to be part of my movement, diet disruption, then just search for that group on Facebook. And it's the diet disruption movement, Facebook group. Um, you can also Google my name or face, you know, search my name and you'll see all of the groups that I run. And that would be the one to request to join. And we've got about 14 or 1500 women in there. I'm active in Facebook live. So you can ask me questions. I'll answer them for you, help get you some clarity um, so that you can recommit and get going. It's time, right? If you're listening to this, that's a oh, sign. It's, it's time. <laughs> it's definitely time. So yeah. I will put all these links in the show notes in case you didn't like jot it all down real quick. No worries. I'll have the links there. Just click and you'll be on those websites. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to you and, and hearing from you. So I know our listener did as well. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm grateful to women like you hosting these podcasts and sharing with communities of women. It's how the, you know, it's really how our world's going to get better. So it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode share it with others on social media and be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to itunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review it is how we can empower educate and shift how others visualize their lives until next time my friend remember to live a life untapped you are worth it